Coming to you from Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge in Ingalls, Indiana. Indiana's exclusive Aladino Cigar Lounge. It's Final Third Friday. Welcome back to Final Third Friday. I'm Rob. And I'm Isaiah. And today we're going to do a pairing on a new cocktail um, that we're going to be starting to serve here. It's called a Toronto. It's kind of a, a change of the old, uh, not the old-fashioned, but the um, Manhattan. Yeah. Instead of using vermouth, you use fernet. And I've already tried it on a few people. And today's Isaiah's first chance to try it. And I think it's going to be a good alternative and also a good alternative to our our cocktail list. I, I will tell you it's good. It does that same sort of almost medicinal thing that a uh, Manhattan does do, but it doesn't have that acidity, which would actually blow your palate for a cigar. Right. So it is, it's actually going to be a great pairing. It, though today we're pairing the Crown Heads Juarez, which is a Mexican San Andreas wrapper over Ecuadorian binder and Dominican and Nicaraguan filler. Um, this is actually one of my like go-to sticks. I keep these around all the time. Yeah, I mean, um, this at is their a price sim- point, uh, seven fifty-nine each. Uh, you kind of—I don't think you can go wrong with it. You're talking uh, medium to full-bodied on it. Yeah, yeah, it's and, fantastic. And this one is the OBS size, so I, it's just like maybe a little bit smaller than a robusto. Yeah, um, similar ring gauge, but I think it might be an actual robusto. Mmm, cocoa. Cocoa and uh, like dried fruit sweetness. Yeah, a little bit of that too. I'm gonna try to go a little deeper in the cut without destroying it. There you go. So yeah, so we got a lot of good stuff to talk about today. I think a couple good. We'll things find out at least. as we get into it. Yeah, but I'm ready to light this bad boy Let's up. Let's do it. We got coffee. We got cocktails. We got cigars. It's All, a good way to start the day. Yeah, it's uh, it, you know, it's we're trying to get our lives going today. Yes, so just gotta combine your caffeine, your nicotine, and your alcohol, and uh, it's it's a recipe for the perfect day. I, it pretty much is. As long as you start before noon, it's the perfect day. Sadly, we're slightly after noon. Mm. Well, we already know for sure today can't be any worse than yesterday was. So, yesterday was a bad day. Yesterday was a terrible day. A rough for me. day, I should say. Um, Which we're not getting in detail, but I'm just I, saying. I, I mean, I give them a little bit. Okay. I uh, woke up in, in uh, yesterday morning, which was the 25th, and there was a dead cat in my yard. It's just the omen. Like I, I the think, whole day. I think it was a sign for how my day was gonna turn out. Didn't even end up being able to come into work yesterday. Yeah, all the things. So, Lord willing, <clears throat> today will be a much better one. It's starting out pretty good. It's starting out pretty good. Drinking a cigar yeah. and. Mm. I uh, try to get mine going here. Yeah, this Juarez is. It does. Kind of that waxy chocolate note for me. Yeah. Um, and it's got a little bit of black pepper on the retrohale, but it's not spicy for me right now. Yeah, it's, uh, to me, there's more of a kind of a leather kind of feel to it. Yeah. 
But not a not like a shoe leather, but more like a dark, richer leather. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So one of the things last week we were talking about was the flavored boveda. Flavored boveda. Yeah. So for science. For science. We went ahead and started it. So Rob. When I left Saturday, that Bovida pack did not look like it was trying to do anything. And, and now it's just... It absorbed all the whiskey we put in the bag. And how long How long did that take? Um, I think actually once it penetrated, it was just gone. It, it was going. This Bovida pack literally smells like JTS Brown. Exactly. Uh, and I'm actually cool surprised is, that the Bovida pack held up. To the alcohol. I really thought it was going to degrade the pack in some way. Well, and the funny thing is, these only these have only been in this box for maybe three days, two days. Yeah, so we've got some Tadascan Robusto in this box. So yeah. If uh, these turn out well, Rob and I will smoke <laughs> two, and then uh, probably the first... Uh, how many are in there? There's six in there. Then, and then the first four that comment will get a free JTS Tadascan. There you go. There you go. <laughs> But we'll we'll probably smoke. We'll try to see how the the aromas are hitting the um, cigars next um, next, next week. week. Yeah, and if they are if they're good to go, we'll smoke them next week. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or the I, following. I, I'm probably gonna have to let them dry out a little bit because they are a little bit wet. So yeah. So that's that uh, kind of cool. That Bovida pack is like a pillow in there. Uh, now I will say I'm full. not condoning flavoring cigars. No. Or even dipping them in your whiskey and stuff like that. You do you. If that's what you like to do, that's no problem. But that's not me. This is just kind of a fun experiment because, oh, yeah. you know, Buzz Boy over here was thinking about it one day. Oh, no, no, no. We're not thinking about it. We're doing it. That's exactly. What's We're so, doing uh, it. This week, we got in some uh, leather Claro cases, which are actually wonderful. Uh, checking these out, I was uh, surprised... I don't know why I'm surprised at the quality. Everything Claro makes is uh, fantastic. So it's, uh, what's this, like a five or six cigar? Five. Five, five cigar. It's actually rigid in there, so your cigars aren't going to get crushed. Um, it, it looks like a little dop kit for the people on the podcast. But uh, on, the, on the other side of it, you have space for your lighters, your cutters, um, you can and I can confirm a, you can get an SV cutter in there, okay. and you can get the full size Ascari lighter. That's so amazing. Most lighters and cutters are going to fit. And uh, there's a little front pouch on there, so if you got a little field notes book or something like that that you want to take along with you, you could also put your love letters to your lady. You or, could or your man in there. You, you could. Know? So uh, well, the, and it's um, so it's I believe he said it was made with Italian leather, and you can feel the quality of the leather in that thing. But the nice thing, too, is the case inside for the cigars is actually hard. Yeah. So you're yeah. not going to squish your, your cigars yeah. at all. Yeah, I mean, even if you're throwing this into a backpack, you don't have to worry about no, the condition this, this of your cigars. No, because this flap is hard. It's solid. And yeah. then you got the hard case inside that's keeping them separated. Rob all loves five. a hard flap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, then. You're welcome. Okay, thank you. Um, but I we've got this place with, Rob today. Uh, with brown, in brown and... In black mm -hmm. and uh, what's the price point on these? Hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Ninety nine, ninety nine. Uh, just a very elegant way to to bring your cigars to your next golf outing. Exactly. To your next vacation. Though I don't know why you'd only be bringing five on vacation. 
Well, you're supposed to wake up and smoke and then have lunch and have another smoke and then dinner and smoke. That yeah. will last you like a day and a half, maybe, if you're on vacation. Or but morning. It would be a morning for you, Rob. <laughs> morning, yes. Yeah. But so, absolutely yeah, we're beautiful case. So we got those in, the ones we showed last week with the uh, the big green and black one. We've got those in now, too. Um, we have a limited stock because they're down the road here and they take up a lot of space in the back. So um, if you do come in and want one and we don't have it, I can get it in here within a few days. Yeah. So we'll get it to you for sure. But these are awesome. Um, my sister Tam, she bought one and she bought the 40 count one. And we ordered it in the brown, but I wasn't paying attention when I ordered it. It's actually made with the same quality leather as that as a cover as opposed to the, the wood finish. It's absolutely gorgeous. It is Whoa. beautiful. And it's the same price, $129.99. Dang. So it's that is cool. It is cool. So it's a leather leather bound. It's just basically the leather is beat over the all the wood. So it still has all the Spanish wow. cedar inside. It's beautiful. That's a cool look. So I'll I'll show you here in a little while, but um but yeah, so we have all those in here now from Claro. Um you also know them as Case Elegance. So Yeah. Yeah, and we've already sold a few. The cases cool. are elegant. Cases are elegant. Very elegant cases. Rob, what's the status on the cigar for you? You getting anything? Uh, how's it pairing with a drink for you? Ooh. The cigar itself is a little milder than I remember. Hmm. Um, she's very, very mild right now. The uh, But I do like the way that the Fernet pops out of that. Yeah. So it, it's bringing... Uh, a chocolatey note in there, but, but it's also mixed with almost like a, uh, well, like a, that that citrus is coming through strong on the cocktail. What's this called again? And the, the only citrus you're getting in that is, yeah, from the peel. The peel only, yeah. That's what's but it's, it makes it's a called a Toronto. Toronto, yeah. yeah. You can tell where I've been. <laughs> well, there's a. So we had uh, our new rep from Johnson Brothers come in. Really nice guy. Shout we had, out. We got to hang out with him for a little while. His name's John Gross. Um, he's going to come hang out more because he kind of liked the vibe. And cool. We were, I, I made this because I was at, at lunch and I saw this in the magazines. And so I came back here and kind of played with it a little bit. Made one. And he said, what is that? And I told him a Toronto. And he's, he's like, man, I have not seen a Toronto in a bar around here ever and he said when we were in lafayette that was one of my signature cocktails as a mixologist up there hmm. and he's like so i let him try it he's like dude that's really good that's like, cool. okay so yeah so it could be a good thing that you might not see around here but if you like a manhattan and you like an old-fashioned this is probably somewhere in between yeah i uh i had never had one until rob made it for me today uh, and it's definitely just for someone that doesn't, drink. you know, like, like our regular old-fashioned is a little sweet. Yeah, this uh, does not lean sweet. This is no. actually very balanced. Yeah. Um, so this one, if and the, the cool thing is if you do like it sweeter, all you got to do is ask, say, a little extra simple, and this thing would actually be more like an old-fashioned with that Fernet note, so. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mmm. I do like that cocktail. Yeah, I am. I am really excited about the JTS Tadascan. <laughs> I can't believe that Bovada pack held up to being oh. literally submerged. I in thought bourbon. all that Bovada paper was just going to disintegrate. I thought so too, man. <laughs> uh, shout out to you, Bovada. I don't know if you know this, 
But your packs, once they're dried out, will soak up bourbon. In yes, they will. Every bit of it. All right, so here, let's go ahead and get into some things. So I'm listening to another podcast here okay. this week. Would and, you um, like to put them on blast? No, nah, I mean, okay. It's a it's a podcast from another uh, another store. They also do online stuff like that too. So you can probably figure it out. But um, they were talking, and they said one of their kind of their pet peeves is when someone comes in their shop, or you know, homeless guy for example comes in their shop and starts digging through the ashtray, pulling cigar butts out of the ashtray, and then lighting them up and smoking them. And I'm like, well, number one, are your ashtrays really filling up that much where there's cigar butts hanging out, people like can grab them? They're... I'm like, clean your freaking ashtrays. If you have a shop and a lounge, clean your ashtrays. When someone gets up after they're done, clean it. If it fills up while they're smoking, I, clean it. I mean, that that is the logical way to eliminate that. <laughs> well, it's the right way to do it, too, because I mean, you've been in lounges where there's ash hanging everywhere. It looks trashy. It smells trashy. Yeah. And it's like, man, clean those things out, man. Put a little whiff out in the bottom and make your day better. That... I, I just didn't get that. It, that, I, that well, I, I can't imagine hopping on a podcast and acting like you are doing everything right and trying to get people to stand in solidarity with you <laughs> over the fact that you don't clean out your ashtrays at your lounge. Yeah, that, yeah, it's just kind of weird. It, I mean, yes, it is. It is weird to dig through an ashtray, oh, grab yeah. a cigar, but yeah, but it's but easily you shouldn't have that. I mean, it's something that's easily avoidable. Yeah. Just clean them out. Yep. Like, a customer leaves, go pick up the ashtray and clean it out. Yep. If you see an ashtray getting full because a bunch of people are sitting at a table and all using it, just clean it out. Yeah. You're not going (laughs) to die. I promise you. And you're going to give your customer a better experience, too. Yeah. Which is the focus. I I mean, the last thing you want to do is ash your cigar in a tray and then end up picking up someone else's ash on the outside of your wrapper. Yeah. Like I've been at places where where you roll off the ash in the ashtray and you just end up painting your cigar with someone else's ash. Yeah. That's annoying. It is. It is. But on this on the flip side, don't dig through people's ashtrays and grab their cigars and smoke someone else's cigar. Smoke your own. Yeah, that is nasty. That is too. a PSA, but but the other part's the problem. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so there you go. Um, some other news. I think you may have brought this up. The Jack Daniels dog toy. Did you see that? I did see that, but I, I we didn't bring it up on here. Okay, it's yeah. pretty funny. So there, so this um, this company called Bad Spaniels Old Number Two Tennessee Carpet Cleaner. <laughs> and if you can, I don't know if you can see it or not. So it's a Jack Daniels, but it looks themed, just like a yes. uh, dog toy. Yeah, with no, without Jack Daniels, all the only thing you have that looks like it's just a bottle looks looks like it, but it's a chew toy. Well, and the the uh, it's all of the logoing. Like you're definitely supposed to look at it and think, oh, Jack Daniels. You exactly. Know? I mean, no one else has a square bottle like that. No. Or a square toy in this example. You know, rubber toy or whatever the heck this yeah, thing is. Yeah, But, so Jack Daniels is suing them. So, isn't that great? Uh, 
And it's over a trademark infringement? Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know if you can trademark the shape of a bottle or a shape of a logo, though. You, you actually can trademark the shape of a bottle. Okay. It, um, but I think it would have to be glass or plastic for them to win that and have to be fillable. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I would think it'd be similar use is what you have to have. Yeah. So. Well, the other thing is, is you can trademark a name in one realm and it'd be completely different for something else. So if I wanted to like, so let's say Moondrops is already in the spirits realm. Um, that's a neighbor distillery. I could be, I could be Moondrops like, uh, what would I do? I could be Moondrops dog toys and that wouldn't be bad. They don't have that name in that. Moondrops pooper scoopers. Moondrops pooper scoopers, baby. <laughs> Come on. Come on. So like they don't they don't have the rights to the name across the board unless they've specifically designed it that way. Right. Um but as a general rule, I could be well, I could be final third, whatever. Like Yeah. You know, just not another I mean, cigar and whiskey line. In all honesty, yeah, the the bank fifth third could come out here and say, you guys are infringing on our rights because it sounds too much like our brand. They could probably try to fight that. Now, it'd yeah. be absolutely stupid because I'm like one guy. But, <laughs> but in, I'll be and, your lawyer, and the terminology Rob. means it's different. But, I yeah. mean, how many times have you heard people come in here and go, oh, I'm here at Fifth Third? Like, no, no, you're not. Yeah. But it's just habit because that's what you remember. Are you getting so, a loan? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get a, you so, get a loan, come here and buy some hey, cigars. Hey, yo, we'll, we'll set you up a final third credit card. You let us know. <laughs> Lisa's over <laughs> Yeah, the accountant thought that was great. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, are we Are we doing a – we get – you know, when I worked at Cabela's, Lisa, we had uh, the Cabela's club card. We could do the final third club card. Like, every every purchase gets you 2% points in shop. You know, actually, <laughs> that would be a good royalty program. Yeah? Every time you come in, you, you scan the card. And it registers that you're you're the one getting your cart, getting your information there, and it puts points back on the card for you. Instead of you redeeming every time you come in, you get whatever small percentage you build these up to where you get at one point you get a free box of cigars if you wanted to hold it that long. That's actually a good idea. Are you gonna we're, manage we're gonna look a credit at, card? Hey, hey, Lisa, figure that out, okay? Or just no, it'd be it wouldn't be it'd be a, it'd be a loyalty card. It wouldn't oh, be a credit loyalty. Card. Okay, it would just be putting points so back you're on it. So you gonna be like, hey, do you have your uh, what? What would be the final third equivalent of the Speedy Rewards card? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. The sit down and slow down card, not the Speedy Rewards. Uh, yeah, that's a bad name. This it's is going to take catchy, you bro. six years to get a box, but by God, you can do it. <laughs> no. Big picture. See, yeah. and that's how this that's how this relationship works. Yeah. I come up with the big ideas, then Lisa gets to Lisa, Lisa it out. Lisa figures it out. <laughs> Oh, get um, your get your fifth third rewards yeah, card exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be uh, that would actually, actually be cool. We could even make the the card look like a a fifth third bank card with our logo on it. <laughs> You're not you don't want to poke the bear, Rob. You're true. That's true. You're true. You're true. <laughs> You're true. So another story, and this is actually kind of a, a, one of the serious ones. So New Mexico here recently is um, had the cigar tax cap removed. So what that means is they had, I believe it was a 52 cent or something like that, 
cap on a cigar. Every cigar under, say, four bucks is going to be a higher tax rate than once you get to that $4 mark on a cigar, it's 52 cents no matter what. That is big to have because if you have that cap in place, now all of a sudden when I give a 10% off everyday discount and my box price is in there, I'm back to online prices so yeah. we can compete with online that way. Yeah. Without that cap, now New Mexico is going to be throwing in some stupid tax laws where they're going to be jumping this probably 78, 80% or something stupid. That's terrible. And now it's going to cripple the industry where people will never buy there to get their cigars. They're going to be buying elsewhere, and it puts more people online. I mean, and the hard part is is the big, the big online companies also have, um, also have money in the cigarette industry. Like some of them do for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're talking about General Scandinavian, like yeah, the they're all, they're all around tobacco. Yeah, I mean, they don't they don't just do cigars so when you go and support them you're also supporting that yeah in some roundabout way but it it doesn't help small businesses to remove tax caps like that Mm -mm. because then you end up with small local business that cannot keep up with the amazon of cigars well and i bring this up because right now there's legislation on the table in indiana to bring in a tax cap, which will help us a lot. Because if we get that, I think the, their proposed initially was 72 cents. If we get that tax cap, it's really just a little bit over $4. Every cigar you buy that's above that should come down in price in Indiana because right now we're at 24% plus any other fees the government decides to throw at you. Yeah. Um, every cigar, when you buy it, so a $10 cigar, or if, it's, if it costs $10, that's... 1240 before we even start yeah and so it's just kind of a nightmare um the way the government plays that so hopefully the the thing that discourages me about this is they put the tax cap in place to to help with this and then they pulled it back hoping somehow to make more money on taxes but all it's going to do is make the state less money because people are going to buy less there and here's the deal i would be fine if they did it in more of a, I guess, a categorized manner. Like, if it wasn't just tobacco in general, like, let's say you have a tax cap on premium cigars. Yeah. Um, that'd be a different story, because it, it... And w- was this cigars, or was this tobacco all, all across the board? This is cigar tax cap. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, that's just rude, then. Yeah. You're rude. New Mexico, you're terrible. Well... Nobody likes you. I mean... We're all, you know, out there, you're towards the West Coast on that, you know, probably similar mentality. Not not quite the same, but probably similar mentality of, of California. And, you know, California is trying to outlaw buying cigar after you've been born in 2006 and beyond. Yeah. They're trying to outlaw it. I mean, that, yeah, we're adults. We can, can you imagine policing that? Like, uh-oh, I see a guy who looks like he was born... After 2006, with a cigar, even though he's 21 now, like, yeah, what are you going to do with that? It is absolutely stupid. I remember when uh, Mike Bother, shout out to him. Shout out. When uh, he was out there, he had the hardest time finding a place to smoke a cigar. Yeah, and that's, you know, and every state's got different rules, too. I mean, Kentucky, you can't smoke inside. 
So even if you own a cigar shop and a cigar lounge and that's all you have, like you own, you the can't smoke inside. You can't that smoke building it. could be in the middle of a freaking field and you still couldn't do it. So, all right. Last story I've got on the news here, which is, this one is absolutely stupid. <laughs> so everyone in the cigar world has seen like NFL teams or NBA teams or like like Joey Burrow back at LSU during the national championship game, the Georgia court, Georgia team, all these teams after they win a big game, yeah, are lighting up cigars. Absolutely, celebrate. Joey Burrow did it in Mercedes Benz um, down in I think it was in New Orleans when they did that that game. Yeah, indoor arena, no smoking. Lit up a cigar, went in the locker room, lit up a cigar. Everyone's like, "Yeah, we won a championship. Great, great, great." Uh huh. Maybe they had to clean the, you know, a little bit out. Whatever they had to do, no fines were were, you know, placed on that. These guys yeah. just won a championship. Yeah. How awesome to celebrate. Yeah. So, the NCAA, in their magical fashion, jumps in, and um, they suspend a football coach because players light up victory cigars. This is, of course, not Division One football because why would you do that to? Georgia or LSU or Alabama or Ohio State, any of these teams are going to win championship. So no, 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 it. no. This is um, Ferris State University that won their championship. Where is Ferris State out of? Um, I don't know. I've never even heard of them. But I'm assuming they're a um, they're either um, here it is Division Two. So they are Division Two. Okay. Um, so this is based, okay, and I don't mean this in any derogatory way. We have to have divisions based on school size and everything else. But this is the equivalent of saying varsity football team at high school wins a game, goes out and gets drunk, but you know what? They're the varsity team. They're okay. We're not going to give them any yeah. problems. JV goes out, wins a championship. You're like, nope, 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 nope. You guys are in trouble. Well, I mean. And the coach gets, he's actually has to, next year, it's not just like, you're you're suspended for whatever. He's suspended for a, a game in the in the um, championship series. So he's like, once they get to the playoffs, They're that's done. when he's that's when he's not able to coach. I'm like, well, in college football, usually you know, you, I don't know how theirs works in Division Two, but you have a lot of bowl games or you have like a championship game for your division. Yeah, that could cost him a chance to win it. Because of that one thing, because his players won something and smoked a cigar. I mean, it, it really does feel that same way as like the JV or, or the varsity team getting special treatment. Yeah. And it, it's like they're mad about it for everybody except like the varsity team where they bring in a little bit more revenue. Yeah. yeah. You know? Hookers, so it's what a, we need. It's okay for them. Yeah. 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 JV gets hookers. <laughs> or varsity gets hookers. Why are you talking about hookers? Well, I'm just saying that Hooker. would be that would be fine. I hardly JV know. JV. You get someone delivering hamburgers, you're probably in trouble. Oh. All right, never never mind. <laughs> yeah, Rob, that's just right. rough, man. That's rough. That's rough. So, buddy, old pal. Hey, buddy Lisa, old you pal? have the uh, you have the treats over there. Could you hand me the treats? Yeah. So Scott Johnston. So Scott Johnston brought treats to celebrate this guy right here. This guy, but he ate them all. You can tell a lot of people are eating on them. Um, So there you go. Six in there. So Scott brought those for you. So this last week was not only Isaiah's birthday. Yeah. But what else happened this week, bud? Um. uh, Well, supposedly. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) I got engaged. 
Congratulations, so, man. So uh, she said she said yes. She was really shocked. She and was really drunk. No, no, she okay, wasn't. Good, it was good. like ten in the morning, Rob. Okay. Don't look at I don't me know what like that. Means. that. <laughs> no, and uh, she was she was super happy. I'm glad I was actually able to surprise her. That's and, cool. Uh, Mike Bother again. Shout out to Bother Visuals. Heck yeah. Uh, did photos for it. Captured the moment well. Was hidden in the woods. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. He's he's amazing. So yeah. If you need a photographer, well, really cool. videographer, hit up Mike. And that's he's a thing. man. You know, Isaiah had kind of a crap day yesterday, but last week was a pretty damn good week for you. Oh, it was. Yeah, that's for sure. Turned 25. 24. Or four. Four. My God, you're young, dude. I know. I know. Yeah, so turned 24. 24. engaged. Yeah. And then then that was 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 probably the best part of it all. Yeah, that's it. Dude, I went to Fox Garden. I, I will tell you, Fox Garden Steaks... Compete with the best of them in, like, downtown India. See, I'm not having their steaks yet. Oh, my gosh. I always fall in love with something else there when I look at oh, the menu. Oh, I mean, it's all good. It's now, all good. Now, did you get the greens? I didn't get the greens oh, this time. I love their colored greens. Their but, greens are so amazing. So, I got their uh, black and blue New York strip. That's, that's right up Lisa's um, right there. I got the black and blue New York strip with their asparagus and mashed potatoes. Oh, yeah. And... I have never had a more perfectly cooked and seasoned steak at a restaurant. Huh, so we're going to have to go down there and have you try I that. Done, and, I mean, it's expensive, but it's not awful. Dude. Like downtown prices. Everything's expensive. Yeah, I mean. I mean, we went, my we black went and, and got blue. omelets. We actually got custom omelets. Not, I mean, by saying custom, I had like two ingredients to it. And... My omelet was almost twenty bucks. Yeah, that's rough. And I'm like, My, I mean, uh, that's just going to a regular restaurant and getting uh, I mean, breakfast. As far as like good steaks go, and Fox Garden is a scratch kitchen, and they mm-hmm. swear by that. The oldest thing in that kitchen was made yesterday. Oh you know? yeah, yeah. Um, so that that steak, like they they get them, they butcher them. <laughs> themselves like they're they're actually oh, cutting they the steak. i didn't yeah. realize they did that so uh that's cool but that that new york strip was only like 32 bucks that's actually meal. nice no, yeah. at all the other thing is at fox garden they have a cocktail which is like a pretty standard cocktail but they do it extremely well it's the gold rush i'm ahead of you it's a uh, gold slogger no it's like uh <laughs> Think about like a whiskey sour, no egg white, and instead of simple to sweeten it, you're using honey. Ooh. So it's like uh, bourbon. I think they use Jefferson's Ocean in it. Uh, they use bourbon, lemon juice, honey. I, I love them. I had way too many of them. And, so yeah, uh, two ounces of bourbon, three quarter ounce freshly squeezed juice from a lemon. And three quarters ounce of honey, and that's it. Yeah, it's Damn, a. Del- that'd be an easy cocktail to make. We should try that. Well, I, I will help you in uh, R and D. I mean, honestly, <laughs> honestly, it just sounds like 
a, I mean, it is, it's a whiskey sour instead of simple using honey. Yeah, so the only thing that you have Except to you make a lot more especially juice. for it is honey syrup, which basically means... You got to water down honey. Yeah, it's watered down honey just so that you can actually get it off a spoon and make it integrate with a cocktail. And it mixes well because yeah. you're mixing it in cold. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. So, uh, no, man, I love, I love a good gold rush, and they do it really well. Well, we'll make some and, hot uh, water, and I've got honey over there. We can play around with that. Yeah, we can. We Because, I mean, I'm thinking about trying to – because I don't – I've said this before. I don't want to become a bar. I don't want to become a cocktail bar. Yeah. But I want to have some good cocktails that actually do pair with cigars um, or just good cocktails if you're not a cigar person. Yeah. That being said, I've got a couple I want to add this year because – I mean, honestly, our old fashions, all four of them really do well. Yeah. Um, actually, five, because she's got that that um, apple, apple cider, cider whiskey, which is super, super sweet. Terrible. But but people love it, man. We, I, they, they sold like Here, here's my, four bottles Here's my commercial no for the apple cider old fashioned. Do you want your cocktail to taste like simple syrup and a hint <laughs> of apple cider? Would you like... The LaCroix no, of simple syrups. <laughs> it's, it's actually dry. Final it's very, third's very apple cider. It's old literally a, an old um, apple cider, you know, like a spiced apple cider with a lot less apple cider <laughs> and whiskey. Because You're having you get, a hard time selling this. Well, because it is you like have a cinnamon stick yeah, in yeah, there, yeah. you got your cherry. So there's a lot of flavor, but it's definitely a sweet it, it's a sweeter. Cocktail. It's a sweeter cocktail. It leans confectionery rather than like the kind of darker sugars mm -hmm. just because of the nature of the apple cider whiskey. Exactly, yeah. Um, Which, I mean, it's there's a lot of people that really like that. They do. It's not a cocktail for me, admittedly, but it is a cocktail for a lot of people. I well, I mean, I'm here two days a week, and like today, one day a week. But I, I'll normally make like two or well, three. We have a we have a, a Sunday crew that comes out. Yeah. That for the longest time, I mean, they would literally it was really like five, six of them. They would all order them, and as soon as you got done with the first batch, they were ready for their second batch. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, we went through two bottles of apple cider whiskey today. Uh, Let's I, go. I remember when I think that was. Who came through with that? I, whatever the distributor was came through um, with that apple cider whiskey. I think it's um, Jeff Wilcox from Carol Wine. Uh, I think uh, yeah, who that sounds yeah. right. Yeah, so he came through with that apple cider whiskey, and I tried it, and I was like, oh. But, I, which, but you're like me. Here's you don't like deal. flavored whiskey. I don't do liqueurs. Like, I don't do whiskey specialties, like none of that mm -hmm. stuff. And Lisa said, I love that. And I was like, well, there's a market for it. Yeah, there we really is. So, yeah. And and I mean honestly, with with a co or with a cigar, sometimes a nice sweet cocktail is good. Especially, especially for me, like it's, it's more if I get the the uh, the Angostura bitters and the um, the cherry, the dark dark yeah. cherry. Yeah, you pull some good notes out of your cigar. Well, and the other thing is, if your cigar uh, and there's a couple in the humidor, well, there's actually more than a couple. Like the type of cigars that kind of dry you out a little bit with the oh, flavor. Yeah. It's not the ones that make your mouth water. Like those cigars pair extremely well with cocktails that lean sweeter. Right. Exactly. Uh, just because they're providing that balance and, and kind of, well, I would say fighting with the cigar, but they're 
they're just adding to it they and are. giving it some sort of sweetness that'll but linger on, on your same, palate. On the same, on the opposite end of that too, with a flavored cigar, because yeah. they want flavored. Yeah, a flavored drink should be what you pair with that too. Because Absolutely. otherwise, I mean, on the flavored side of cigars, it doesn't pair to go opposite. Mm-hmm. You're not going to go with a medicinal rye. Yeah. With a fat bottom Betty. Yeah. It's just they're not going to work. So that's where you do the old fashioned with the full simple syrup and all that in it, and it's sweet. Or the blackberry amaretto or whatever. Okay, so I'm drinking this Toronto right now. Mm-hmm. So think about this. Absinthe spritz. Dude, wait. Oh, I've already been doing it. <laughs> you have? Dude, I've got some amazing absinthe drinks right now. Oh, dang. An absinthe and fernet drink. Okay. It's going to change your life later, buddy. Who turned you into mixologist in uh, a week? What man, the heck, I've been, Rob? I've been playing around. I've I, been, Lisa was telling me on Wednesday you were drinking heavy. Do I passed out? No, that wasn't why I passed out. <laughs> but Different story there. But <laughs> but um, no, actually, I, I started doing a deep dive on absinthe. I found out a lot of crazy stuff on history. Are you going to end gonna up learn getting about the it? drippers for it? So no, <laughs> no, I've, I've done that. I don't like that. That's oh, not okay. good at all. I kind of want to get a dripper a, just to try it. I've got a bottle of that. You can do it with a spoon. Yeah. You can do it you're at home without buying the dripper because the dripper's like 300 bucks. Hey, that, it's, it's kind of cool. One time. <laughs> One time that becomes art. True. Man, it's like uh, the the bougie cold brew coffee makers yeah. that, uh, that places will have where... It's a jar with your... <laughs> I mean... It's a jar overnight, guys. L- literally... <laughs> The there are some dripper systems for cold brew where you're talking like one I think they want one <laughs> one drop like every twenty so seconds. Guys, and it's just slowly dripping through the coffee grounds and you're like, is that coffee not going stale by the time everything's going through it? If you have no life, yeah, and you want to watch your coffee drip. Buy this. No, you're watching water drip. Oh you're true. literally watching water <laughs> drip. Into coffee grounds. And here's the deal. I don't know that it makes a better cold brew, but it is definitely a very aesthetic way to do it. Oh, (laughs) yeah. It's like, if you want to take 14 hours to make your cup of coffee. Why not? This is your plan right here. Absolutely. This is the coffee for you. If you sleep more than 12 hours a day, (laughs) this is your jam right here. Dude, in college, (laughs) I used to make cold brew just in a French press. Mm. You just... Coarse ground coffee. Cold brew is easy, man. Throw it in water, and then you already have that built-in mesh strainer for it. Like, just don't pour it all out. Otherwise, you end up with the sludge. I made that quite a bit at home, actually. There's a... I have the... It's a big ball jar. It's like one of those big, tall ones. Yeah. And it's got the, the strainer that goes inside and the lid that screws on top. And basically, you just put your grains in, water in, you're... Yeah. You got coffee the next morning. Yeah. It's amazing. That's what I... uh, I bought one of those for my sister because I found out that she was buying prepackaged cold brew, and I said, it's "Elena, a waste of money. you are wasting so She's much a college money." College student too, right? Oh, she is. Oh yeah, but yeah. she just like so, didn't know. Yeah. So I bought her one and gave her a bag of coffee, and I said, "Just fill the basket full, fill the water to the top." I said, "Just see what happens. It'll be way better than the prepackaged stuff you mm. buy." And she's like, "Wow, I can't believe I was buying that." Because you're talking like, "Oh shoot!" I mean, close to ten bucks for like a 
a gallon maybe a gallon yeah if that half gallon it, yeah yeah probably a half gallon honestly and yeah it's and like, literally you can, buy, you can buy a bag of coffee for 10 you bucks can, use it for you could buy 20 dollar coffee and still make more oh, than yeah. you would have in that half gallon so this is cold brew this has been cold brew with rob and isaiah nice <laughs> by the way if you didn't know these are doubles yeah so there's four ounces of high west double rye in it i appreciate that i know yeah I'm feeling it already, which since I haven't eaten for 20 hours. Dude, I had a, a bowl of oatmeal this morning. I love oatmeal and I don't eat it very much. I don't know what my what the you deal is. You should just bring, bring some oats in here, dude. It'd be easy. Yeah, I mean, most of the time I'll catch it while my pot's still hot, like from the coffee that yeah. I made, because I'm a pour over guy, if you didn't know. Um, but Pour what? Pour over. Oh yeah, I was sitting I thought you said I'm a poor ogre guy. Ogre, I am a poor, poor ogre. ogre. Yeah, count me as. What would that even mean, Rob? I don't know. I guess Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm coffee Shrek. That's what they call me. Please don't call me that. Shut up, donkey. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish your story, man. This is rude. Uh, yeah, normally uh, when my water's still hot in the kettle, I'll just pour it over oats and add some honey and like some frozen blueberries to it and and a little bit of salt salt your oats it's a pro move or don't and be or okay don't. with it too and uh be like rob who doesn't like flavor I hate salt you I don't love- hate salt the difference between your no. steak and the one at 1933 is salt no it is i don't do a lot of salt now i like I like it being seasoned when you're cooking with it, slot just a little bit. I never add salt to anything though, because if you have to add salt, it was it was not prepared properly in the first place. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm preparing oats, so I'm gonna add a little bit of salt to it. You do you, and you do you. Does it sound the package get, add salt? I actually think it might. I'm sure it does. Yeah. Usually, whenever you're boiling water, it always says add yeah. a little salt. But no one gives a crap about this, so quit talking about it. Why, why are you still talking about this? This is oatmeal tips with Rob oatmeal and Isaiah. Oatmeal tips, because everybody hey, wants to hear Hey, if you'd like oatmeal. to sponsor our oatmeal... <laughs> Please don't sponsor that. Nobody nobody cares about that. So, okay, I'm plenty of sponsorship. In, okay. Um, we've got a company coming on with us here before long, and they're, um, they're finalizing the deal with us right now to sponsor us, so... Um, and actually, we've, we've got we've got three in the pipeline, two that are going to probably happen quickly. Um, but one is an apparel company. Yeah. And uh, we're excited to have them. We'll be wearing their shirts eventually in here on Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And um, maybe they could be the designers of the next. They are going to be. Hawaiian shirt? Yep. Yep. Now, it's going to be a little oh, bit more bougie. It's not going to be as baby. Hawaiian, but it's definitely going to have um, yeah. the... It's, it, I don't know if you've ever seen those shirts that have like the little logos everywhere. That's kind of what they do, and they do it very well. I mean, they're, uh, they're, their quality is... I've never seen shirt quality better than that for a nice, thin summer shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, those are like perfect golfing shirts. They are. They are. Or... Or so, pool yeah. shirts. I'm the type of guy that wears a shirt like that to the pool because, yeah. you know. You can leave it unbuttoned, buttoned up, wherever you like. Yeah, not a... Isaiah showing off that belly hey, out of the pool, baby. There is oh, a yeah. lot of belly to show off. Well, of I'm telling you. I'm, I'm telling you. I understand, man. Um, so, yeah. You know, you got to have an overshirt. Keep your 
Well, you know, keep your shoulders from getting burned while you smoke your oh, cigar yeah. outside. Whatever. Listen yeah. to that. Which still doesn't work because I usually get burnt through my shirt. So You always wear a flowy shirt on the beach because you don't want to wear something hot and black. Well, every time I get burnt lately, through my I've been wearing the, uh, and, and by lately, I mean last time I went to Florida. <laughs> um, lately? Lately. I've been wearing the sun shirts, like the fishing shirts. Those are awesome. Those are great. Those are UV protection. Yeah, they're really good yeah, for fantastic. you. Fantastic. And uh, if you get them wet, they just cool. Yeah. They're, they're great. I like those shirts a lot. Actually, I've got a couple of them at home I've used. I started mowing the lawn in them because I'm so white that I literally will burn mowing the grass, which is embarrassing. Oh, I do too, man. Yeah. My problem is I don't ever turn like dark. I don't get dark complected. Oh, I don't. I, mean, I, I darken up a little bit, but I get usually go red, peel, white, white. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Red, red peel, pink, white. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even willing to act like I get tanned. Yeah. There was one summer I mean, in my life on. that I did. Oh, get <laughs> okay. a mild tan. Ready to go on a rant? <laughs> I haven't done a rant yet, have I? You haven't. This right. is Rob's rant for the. It's for not. The episode. It's not really. Okay. But go for it. Okay. Why in the hell do we have tanning beds in Indiana? You live in freaking Indiana. You don't deserve to have a bronze tan like you live on the beach. I'm sorry. What the hell? This is funny. My uh, my littlest sister Lydia. She came home from college last night and was telling me about one of her like blonde friends and she was telling me all the blonde stories about this girl and uh she said well let me give you a picture bleached blonde hair orange skin she looks like donald trump (laughs) (laughs) that's great i was like uh so does she go tan in a bed or is she spray on and she said oh no she has a monthly membership to the tanning bed a monthly membership (laughs) You might have a problem if you live in Indiana and have a monthly monthly uh, membership. But I'll tell you another story about this girl because I thought it was so funny. So she just like, she's one of the, she, she is the type that just has not experienced much of life. And a lot of that's due to her parental situation growing up. And, sure. But you can still make light of it. Um, she... She went to Kroger. Wow, I'm glad I controlled that drink. I yeah. spit that out. She she went to Kroger a couple weeks ago and then texted in her group chat a picture. And she said, I went to Kroger and bought a melon. No, no, no. She said, wow, they sell asparagus plants here. And what she had taken uh, <laughs> was asparagus. It was Lucky Bamboo. <laughs> Asparagus plants. But Lydia, Lydia, my youngest sister, showed his text. And I was dying. Oh my. Like, nobody in her door told this girl. It was lucky, bamboo. They said, wow, are you going to buy that and cook it? Oh, my gosh. Oh, dude. That girl's got, I mean, honestly, that girl should have that nickname for the rest of her life. There should be something in there. Lucky oh. Bamboo. <laughs> She's going to start calling you Lucky. She just has <laughs> Oh, man. I can't imagine. An asparagus plant. Yeah, I know. I was cracking up last night over that. Oh, my God. That's great. I, was, I have never heard something like that. And I already ate in college. Like, that was like. 
it was exactly, you know. Yeah. I dealt with a lot of kids. I taught kids how to use self-checkouts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking about that. Uh, there was a kid who what, set what? the washing machine on fire. <laughs> The one, the one with the, the, the one, one with, with water. water. He set it on fire. Oh, I love it. Um, you know, we had, I had some residents that would open their door, or open their window, which was like in a giant corridor. Which those always end up being a wind tunnel. So yeah. imagine like buildings as close together as they are in Chicago. How the wind blows through those. When you open a window, the wind is blowing in. Yeah. Like it's not sucking anything out. They would open their window and rip a bong. And it was like they were surprised that I caught them because their window was open. It's like, <laughs> no, you pushed all of the smoke into the hallway. <laughs> hey. Oh, kids are brilliant. You can't fix stupid. Um, we did talk last week about some cigar basics things on here. Yeah. So I think I think we should talk about cutting. Today. We need we need we need to do that next week when we actually are getting ready to cut. Okay. And we'll do I'll I'll get three cigars and we'll do all three cuts: punch, straight, and V. Can we just do all two cuts and not do the punch? Some people like to punch. It's okay. It's okay. You but, can be wrong. Well, and what I'll, maybe next week what we'll do is we'll do the for for the one I'm going to punch. I'll do it with the um, Neanderthal. Okay. So people can see why I punch on Neanderthal. It's a flat top. It's the only way I cut those. That's the only cigar I smoke. Which I'll straight cut that Neanderthal. That just gives you like the big old freaking, the whole thing's open at that point for me. And I'm, I, I'm weirded out when it's not the collar. Gotcha. I like it below the collar. So that'd be, you can yeah, shave off a little bit of the end. Yeah, I mean, you can, but still, that yeah. one there goes up almost straight. But we'll show you next okay. week. Okay, next week. We'll yeah, do that. We'll do that when for sure. Because we, uh, um, we'd like to start putting together a little bit of a, a one-on-one thing. And maybe what we do is we, um, we'll we make sure that the segment sets up to where we're actually doing it. And then we can pull out those snippets for one video for like cut, like everything yeah. down the road. And we can put something together for people that might be brand well, new We to could this. do a, uh, just a full Cigar 101 episode. Let's which, do that next week. Let's do that next week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that next week. So next week when you tune in, um, some of you guys that are more experienced. Which that will be April the 6th or 7th? Let me, well. April 1st is a Saturday. So mm -hmm. it would be April 6th. Uh, April 7th will be Seventh when it comes Saturday. out. My, my bad. Yeah. My April yeah. 7th will be when it comes out. So. So that episode, um, you guys that are seasoned cigar smokers, I'm. We will have content to keep you interested. Yeah, but yeah, this we will. will also be a. Uh, there yeah. will also be a lot of generic cigar knowledge in it, and just trying to get everybody on a on a level playing field. Yeah, because I mean, for those of the, those of us that have smoked a lot, it's just second nature how you cut, how you smoke. But I mean, there are times just like this cigar, you probably see me struggling with this thing. I'm over-smoking it. Yeah. And the thing will not stay lit because I'm over-smoking it. And um, just little things like that to talk about. Um, I know a lot of, uh, we've had a lot of younger people coming in asking for that. Like, let's just go ahead and do let's that. Let's do it. For those of you that already are seasoned smokers, maybe you'll pick something up. 
Yeah. Maybe you'll disagree. If yeah. whatever's working for you works for you, that's great. I don't care. We need to talk about humidor care next week, too. We could do that. Or we can make that the following if we want to. Oh, we have multiple things in different episodes, so we're not like okay. putting everything out. Yeah, and then, yeah, we forget, yeah. then when the Let's next week we're going, what are we going to do this week? Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's fine. Uh, maybe I'll buy one of those Claros and we can do stuff on it. Yeah. Um, but... We haven't really given much tasting notes on this cigar. No. So, so I mean, on this on this cigar for me, uh, I'm getting a dark chocolate. Um, a lot of, I'm not saying hay, but it's kind of in that kind of world. I don't know what okay. it would be. I don't know if it's like burnt hay or what, but it's just more of a, a deeper hay. Um, but I'm not getting much spice at all on this thing. No, not even on the retro hail. No. There is a light. Tingle, but I wouldn't even call it black pepper on the retro hail. Um, the thing that carries through from the cocktail to the smoke for me is a is a slight medicinal cherry. It almost reminds me of uh, oh yeah, it like uh, like amaro. Yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. Where it's like it's not like you're eating a cherry. It's no. like something cherry flavor, you know. Which is wild because there's absolutely no cherry in this. Yeah. yeah. Um, but with that with that Fernet and the rye whiskey and the bitters and the um, Angostura bitters, for sure. Yeah. You're getting that dark note where your brain wants to think of cherry. That's what I'm thinking. And it's also bringing a little sweet. bit of brightness to the equation because of the slight citrusy component, at, at least on the uh, nosing experience of the cocktail. Well, and I, that's one thing I, I really am, I've been digging, having a lot of fun with um, with mixology or whatever you want to call it is the subtleness yeah finding finding the way to make something super subtle but it's the thing that draws you back to it every time yeah like this one i'm, I'm with you that that orange zest is is what i'm drawn to but it literally was only like on the rim and and the zest just the glass poured it over it yeah so drop it wasn't like we're squeezing making orange juice in here yeah. Um, it's just, I love that subtleness too. I mean, it. we're not making punch, we're making cocktails. So, the adult hey. punch. Yes. The punch that punches you back. <laughs> <laughs> jungle juice. Jungle no, I'm juice. just kidding. <laughs> not uh, jungle juice. Uh, no. What did they call that? Bug juice? Do you ever have. Oh my God, bug juice. That's what the kids always want oh, when they're kids. Oh, yeah, man. An absolute freaking scam in a, in a bottle. Water with a little bit of flavor. So much, bug sugar, juice charge so a buck much for it sugar, and make though. Billions of dollars, man. There was one oh, time. Sugar. There was one time we were on the way to. I mean, it's like sugar Kool Aid, really. Like the but most very little Kool Aid. It's like not much flavor. Yeah, uh, sweet. There was one time we were on the way to Florida, and uh, my grandma kept buying me bug juice, <laughs> and I threw up in the back seat of that car, man. Mm -hmm. It's like a Honda CRV or something. Well, your mom normally didn't give you guys a bunch of no, she sweets. Didn't. No, so. so when grandma was with us, she'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll buy you bug juice. Like, I never had bug juice you're up like, until that point. And as a kid, you're like, hell yeah, mom. Yo, mamma, whatever you call yeah, it. Yeah, grandma. Put, put, put a little vodka in there. We're good to go. <laughs> vodka, bug I don't even know vodka existed. My parents didn't drink until I was in college, man. Oh, really? Yeah, well, because they... That's when you started, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, but that's because they they were... Uh, they served in a lot of ministry roles that didn't allow them to uh, to drink, which 
I don't necessarily agree with is, I mean, if any of you guys know my full-time job and all of that stuff, yeah, you know, um, it's just a difference in churches and, yeah. you know, all that We're stuff. Different, different denominations yeah. and everything. So, yeah. uh, but, yeah, I, I never saw them drink until college. Oh, my gosh. My sister was so flipped out about that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. She, like... She thought they were going to hell because <laughs> they had some reds, man. <laughs> I thought, that's funny. It's just funny. Yeah. The cigar is, is getting a little bit spicier on the nose because I was about ready to say this is totally wrong. This was maybe a medium at most, but the retro hell is starting to get a little bit of spice on it, a little bit of um, depth to it. Yeah. Um, so I, I can definitely say this is in that medium to medium full range for sure. Oh, yeah. But I, I do like it with this cocktail. I was pretty happy about that. And by the time this is airing, we will have this cocktail on the menu. It's it's not much different than making a an old-fashioned, just different ways of doing things. But I think it's I think it's going to be a good one. Yeah. I think I think it will be good. Um, other thing we got in this week, I think. Oh, actually, I have a couple of things coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, we got in a non-alcoholic bourbon, bourbon replacement alternative. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, so if that interests you or you are looking for a cocktail experience without the alcohol, yeah. Final Third's got your back. Yeah, uh, it's called um, Kentucky 74. Um, uh, one of our regulars, Dave. Shout out to Dave, Dave Belisle. Belisle. He, um, he does not drink, but he likes... He likes the flavor of this um, Kentucky 74, and um, we made him an old-fashioned, and he was ecstatic. He's like, man, he, he really loved the fact that he's able to have a – I mean, because his wife has drinks. He just he just can't drink. Um, now he can have a cocktail with her, yeah. and they can hang out and relax and have a cocktail and a cigar together, and I think that's really cool. Um, so, yeah, we have that one. Yeah. That's one of them. Yeah. Uh, what else we get in? So we also um, – Couple tequilas. We got um, one tequila, I think. Oh yeah, one's a Co mezcal. Comos. Comos. Yeah. Um, it's a so it's a cristalino, which cristalino is, and so you have you have blanco, reposado, añejo. Cristalino is añejo that's been filtered out, so you're back to clear, instead of having that nice brown tequila. Yeah. Um, Super good, super good. You're gonna have yeah. to try it in a little while. Yeah, I will. Um, but we have that on the on the menu now. We've got a mezcal. Oh, that's right, mezcal is the other one you're thinking yeah. of. Yeah, Another we have mezcal. a mezcal up there. A little bit drier than the um, the Pluma Pluma. Negro we have, but it's it's good. Yeah, we've got Dalmore 12. So we have another scotch okay. up there. It's gonna be more on your your fruitier side. Yeah. Um, and we have a Calumet eight year, which is the lower proof version of the Calumet. We've got the 15 and the eight. Um, so it's just a nice milder um bourbon that's really well made yeah so so yeah so those are all in i can't think there's anything else up there right now i think that was it i don't think so i, I think that covered, I think them, all. That covers yeah. them all and then we also do have a new beer from pax verum it's called field days and it's a hefeweizen it's their german hefeweizen. i'm excited about trying that yeah so I've i love that hefeweizen. one in there most of them taste like banana nut bread exactly and i yeah. think that's kind of what they were going with this yeah um 
one thing is super exciting to me, and I'm going to shout out a another business because of what they're doing. But Pax Verum uh, Brewery over in Lapel, which is who makes shout that Hefeweizen we just said. They are he um, Cole Carpenter. Shout out! Shout out! Um, he actually is the I. I'm not going to call him the the brewer. He is the brewmaster. He is he has taken the the craft beer game to another level. Now, so he has created a brand new um, style. Which if you've ever had their styles, the Lizardax, the Expander View, a Porter, they're all really good. Yeah. He took a style, a brand new style that he created. Threw it in a Four Roses barrel for six months, and then threw that into a Starlight Honey Bourbon barrel for six months. Mm. And I'm telling you right now, it is the absolute best Imperial style I've ever had. Really? And I love Founders CBS. Yeah. This might be the best I've ever had. 15.8%. Oh, are we talking bomber bottles, or is this going to be 16, I think 16 ounces or 16.7, something like that. Yeah. Um, so not quite full bombers, but you know when it's coming out? April 29th. It's their anniversary, so this is one of their anniversary releases. That's so cool. So um, I am super stoked so to get cool. in that one. Um, now, obviously, it's not ones I'm going to be selling in here because they need to sell it at their just at their brewery because that's their anniversary. So you would have to go to Lapel to get that. But I am definitely going to be making sure I'm there to get some of that because it's yeah. And I don't drink a lot of beer. But when I want a good beer, I want to good beer yeah it's a really yeah, good yeah. beer well uh when you go let me know i'll send you i'll make sure to bring some yeah yeah I'll, I'll bring some for you yeah that's uh i'm looking forward to that because as long as i get there and get it in time because that's that's the thing i don't know if it's gonna sell out fast or what i've i told colt i'm like dude you need to post this in the starlight groups because it'll be gone the first hour if you post it in the starlight groups and he's like, really? I'm like, no, seriously, Dead man. Serious. I'm not joking. They they will hunt this stuff down. Yeah. And yeah, it it's great. So I really hope we get some. That's cool. That's cool. That's going to be a good one for sure. Yeah. Um, so he, he went from Four Roses Barrels to, to Starlight. So he's, and he has, he has his That's first cool. variant is only in Four Roses Barrels, which was really good. I think it was like, I think he said like 13.8 or 14 something. But the transition to that Starlight Honey Barrel, oh my god, oh yeah, it was freaking amazing. Oh yeah, which any of you guys that have had Starlight Honey Bourbon or Honey Rye, it's one of their best finishes they do. It's really, really good. They do it really well, and it's all honey from the Starlight Farm because they are a fully functioning farm. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like they're going to Costco buying a bunch of honey and nope. filling a barrel with it. They're, yep, it, it is their honey. From bees that are kept around their corn, around their rye, around their blackberries. Yeah, which you know, and that that comes back to another thing too. You know, you were kind of joking around about the fact that you hate that apple cider whiskey. We don't like flavored whiskeys, but Starlight does a blackberry whiskey where they're using blackberries from their farm in their whiskey. It's still sitting at eighty four proof. It's so good, and it, it is, is literally really it's it's a blackberry liqueur at eighty five proof or eighty four proof. Yeah, but Super, the, but the you thing still get the bourbon out of for it. me is that it doesn't drink thick. No, no, like a lot it's of not liqueurs soft. drink. Not, yeah, yeah, drink kind of thick, more like a syrup. Yeah, uh, yeah, they are a little bit syrupy. The the starlight blackberry is not syrupy, and it's not syrupy sweet. Mix that with lemonade. Mix that with tea. Like. 
Yeah, I mean, you're gonna be. We've done uh, we've done pours over of, ice for people. Yeah. Lisa makes a uh, blackberry amaretto sour that she uses half of that and half amaretto. People love that. It's just a really good, good flavored whiskey. It is. It's not your fireball. It's high quality flavored whiskey. Yes. So they start with a, a light whiskey, which is a corn whiskey at a really high proof, and then they cut it with uh, their blackberries. Well, what they what they do is they get a, a barrel of fireball. And then they take the fireball and they strain it out and get rid of the heads and tails, which you know, fireball is pretty much heads and tails anyway. Fireball, um, I mean, it can't be heads. It is it tails. It probably so. is. It's pretty nasty and poisonous. It so. can't be heads. So you can't they, they, sell they take heads. all that together and then they bring it over here and they do their, their instrumentation on it to figure out what the proof is. And then they dump it down the drain, throw the barrel away. Then they grab their whiskey. Yeah. And then they put blackberries in it, and it turns out great. It's a terrible story, Rob. Sorry. Yeah. God awful. Yeah. Fireball should be thrown down the drain. Scott Johnston, no more fireball. Yeah. So, My Scott God. Scott Johnston, I'm not even shouting you out for this. Yeah, that sucks, man. Scott Johnston keeps a bottle of fireball in his freezer because he hates his life. Yes. Yes. Whenever that dude has so many, like, actually good bottles and there's still a bottle of fireball in his freezer i think he's got a case in the garage so that way whenever he replaces it every week he can throw another bottle in there every yeah. week i, think I he heard drinks he that makes much fireball fireball with his coffee I, I, yeah i'm sure he does yeah I mean, it's easy to sneak it in your coffee fireball. cup into yeah, into yeah, your yeah. bottle in your work no oh, one knows. Yeah. yeah lily check his coffee cup <laughs> <laughs> he just screwed poor Scott. <laughs> Scott's going to go, damn it, no, I can't take Scott drinks into even, work. Scott doesn't even drink coffee, so that joke doesn't even no. land for him. But his, his coffee mug says this probably contains bourbon. No, he, no? He, he'll drink tea, I think. I think he's a tea guy. Which I love tea. I like coffee too, though. Yeah, but coffee will get you going quicker. Coffee gets you going much faster, yes. Yeah, kind of lame, but... I'm in the final third of this cigar. I'm final actually about ready. Finalthirdcigar.com. <laughs> um, I'm about ready to actually we can call it, it down. Yeah, yeah, we can call it here. So uh, yeah. still that dark chocolate notes carrying through for me. That almost medicinal cherry thing is hanging on the palate from the cocktail. Um, and even as the cocktail's diluted, it's still been really good. It's that fernet really comes through. Yeah, it I does. Think, yeah. It, it's not like... It doesn't taste like it's been watered down. Right. I, it is, it's actually stayed pretty true, which yeah. means it's a great cocktail. Yeah, I think it's going to be a nice one to add in here. Um, I like it because I don't, I don't like the flavor of vermouth. I know yeah. you do. I know I you're do. a Manhattan guy. I do. Yeah, I love um, Manhattan. So trying to find, I mean, it's really hard to make a cocktail when you hate the flavor of it. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, this is actually one that I, I love Fernet. If you don't know what Fernet is, it's just basically an herbal liqueur. Um, literally put Fernet and absinthe together, and you have what Jägermeister should have been. Yeah. Have you ever had it? I've, you never, that I've never had Jäger, but I have had your absinthe. Okay. And, uh, it's, it's so good. But you're right. We need to try that with a little bit of absinthe on top of it and see what it does. Definitely. Well, right, cool. I mean... I never partied like that in college. I just no. drank bourbon in college. I I love the taste. I used to love the taste of Jaeger. Yeah. But it's not good for you. It's well, just regret. I used to go 
Well, when I was doing a lot of uh, motorcycle stuff, there was a couple events that Jaeger and Red Bull would sponsor. Oh, yeah. Let's do some Jaeger bombs and let's get the heart rate going up yeah. and down right at the same time. I used time. to run around and get a bunch of free Red Bulls, stock the <laughs> fridge, everything. And, like, people just handing out Jaeger. And crazy to me how much Jaeger people could drink. Oh, my God. But I never did. Okay, so I am going to let you down a little bit. Okay. There's no more Dorian Espresso Stout. I can't get cans of it in here now. We've been trying to get it in here, and there's no more cans right now. Scarlet Lane, I'm putting you on blast. Do it. That's some BS. Come on, Josh. Uh, You always act like, oh, yeah, just place an order. You know what? We placed an order, baby. (laughs) I I feel like. I hope it's coming back because that. I feel like your response is rude. Have you not tried this batch of Dorian Espresso? (laughs) I tried it yet. I still have one can. I'll bring it in. Nah, you finish it. You enjoy it because unless you want to enjoy it here and I get a little bit, I don't need a lot. Okay. I don't drink uh, much. I've got a couple stouts in the fridge right now. Actually, when I was up at uh, Total Wine last week, I found Teddy Bear Kisses, which is like a limited... Uh, Metazoa. No, it's Upland, I think. I thought Teddy Bear Kisses was... Oh, no. Are you sure? I don't know. All I'll right. look it up. Fact I'll check look it up. up. You do your thing. Okay. But uh, I was actually surprised to find it because it... The local stores around me, it sells out really quick. But, uh, yeah, they had it. And I was very excited about that because it's a great stout. Yeah, you're right. Upland. Upland. Yep, yeah. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think of what the one Metazoa had. They had one similar to that. I don't know. Which I like Metazoa as well. Yeah. Upland's, uh, is it Upland. Who makes the working man's Pilsner? Oh, it's Fountain Square. It's Fountain Square. Yeah. yeah. Which I think they went out of business, didn't they? Did they? I thought I heard That's someone sad, said they went out of business, man. which was very sad. Uh, that working man's Pilsner is just a really clean drinking Pilsner. Um, um, I was trying to find what some of their beers were. Metazoa. Third downtown Indy, if you haven't been there. Oh, dude, Google still says Fountain Square is open. Are they okay? Yeah, I right. would hope they wouldn't have gone out of business. There I, were a couple I, of businesses that went out of business down in Fountain Square, and I was thinking someone said that was. I wonder. No, no, it was New Day Meadery. That's what it was. Oh well, I think they went out of business during COVID. I don't want to say they deserve that, but their meads were subpar. They're regular everyday meads were subpar when they did the special releases okay. at actual higher higher ABV, yeah, yeah. they were actually really good they made but they really, watered it down to yeah they made much. really sweet meads they did yeah. and it's not my jam sorry my favorite mead still to this day was from a brewery out in richmond um called big dog brewing and okay. they had a winery there as well which to make mead in Indiana, at you, least, have to have a wine. you have to have a wine and a beer license. Well, can't because the, one, the, there's two processes. The gravity there. of the mead has to yep. be that high. So we, um, so I, I had theirs. It was 20% ABV, and um, it was just a straight honey mead, no flavor added, straight honey mead. And so I did a, a flight of their beers and a, one of those. 
I'm like, oh, that was fantastic. I'm just going to go ahead and get a pour of that. I'm thinking they're going to do a little like four or six ounce pours because it's so high proof. No, 16 freaking ounces of it. I'm like, oh. So I'm ordering a lot of food, trying to get sober so I can drive home. But it was yeah. it was incredible. That's rough. Still the best meat I've ever had. That's what I should do. I still have your brewing equipment and haven't done anything make with it. Mead. I yeah. should make a mead. Mead's that would not, be not hard. A, that I would mean, be a lot easier than uh, trying to make a beer. Because the hardest thing about Lord knows mead, my days have been eaten up lately. Yeah, and the hardest thing about meat is the cost for all the honey. Uh, but we do have a local farmer in in Nice Town that we use for it. Okay. So if you decide to do that, we'll uh, have to play around with that. I also think about making some limoncello and bringing it in. I've got all the stuff at home to do it. Just no, you're not lemons. You're not bringing it in. You're well, making it here. Oh, well, yeah. Premise. That's what I mean. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to probably age it. Well, I guess it could age you here. That's fine. But yeah, exactly. Yes. Super, well, super fun to make. Super tasty. Yeah. Uh, I think on that note, we're probably ready to wrap it up. Yeah, whenever you're ready, Honestly, man. the Juarez is a fantastic cigar at its price. Um, this is my lawn mowing cigar. It's a cigar I can take to a campfire, have no issues about handing more out just because yeah. of its price point. And I have no issues about smoking it. There's a lot of uh, lower-end cigars. As far as price point, that you're kind of disappointed when you smoke. Yeah. I have no reservations about the Juarez. I, I just think flavor is there enough to keep you interested. It it always gives me a great smoking experience. Um, it's not going to blow your mind, I don't think, but it is no. a really good smoke at its price point. Yeah, and for me, this is kind of what brings back the whole idea of a final third. The yeah. final third in this thing's amazing. Oh, yeah. It's the best part of the cigar. That uh, first third is, eh, you're just kind of gearing up, getting ready. Second third starts opening up a little bit more, flavors pop. That final third, you're getting that spice level back in the nose. It's really pairing nicely with the cocktail right now, too. But so. it's $7.59 each. Exactly. Yeah. I have no problems giving that Probably to need to check out. I don't know if I've uh, <laughs> updated pricing this year yet. We'll see. I don't know. It's in that $7 range, though. It is. I have no problems giving them out to people when they so, come over. this pairing, when you get it done, is going to be way under 20 bucks. It's probably going to be in that 15 to $17 range. Yeah. For a, for this pairing, oh yeah, that's one of our lowest pairings other than a soda that we've had yet. Yeah, so that's definitely one that I think you're going to enjoy. We'll we'll so. have these out here. We'll have this cocktail available starting this week, which is before you hear this, but that's okay. Yeah, 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 whatever. All right, man. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at the Whiskey Pastor, and you can find me on Instagram at the Final Third at at Final Third Cigar. And also the website, finalthirdcigar.com. You can check out what's going on there. Get in here. Get on our email list. Um, we, When you check out here, we can add your email in here. Basically, we just send you out information about what's coming up, what's new. Um, and we only send an email out once a week unless there's like a, an alert that something got canceled yeah. or whatever. Yeah. We'll send it out. But otherwise, it's just communicating with you guys so you know what's going on here. Cheers to you. Make sure you... Uh subscribe on the youtube page there's actually like 60 percent of people who are watching this aren't subscribed right now so subscribe it helps the channel out it really does we love you thanks for letting us do this and uh you know 
Cheers to you. Cheers to you. Have a good day, guys. See ya.